With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <sighs> game o- game over is right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Game Over Ottawa. I'm Charlie, and I I waited eleven days between shows for this. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. I I don't even know where to where to start with this one. That is just one of the most horrific games I've watched in in a long time. And and being a Sens fan, that's saying something. Um I guess we'll just start out with the fact that uh, you know, for anyone who didn't catch the game, five nothing win for the Florida Panthers. Um, well, yeah, I mean, okay, well, all, all anyone needs to know to, um, to really kind of get the gist of how this game went, uh, 65 seconds into the game, the Sens had already iced the puck twice and took a penalty, uh, by the, I believe 87 or 88 second mark, it was one nothing for, for Florida. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what what to. Uh, I don't even know how to go with it. I'm. I'm at the point now where like I was angry and I'm just I'm just dead inside. I'm just dead inside. Um. God, I don't even like. God. So by the by the third TV timeout of this game, uh, shots were ten to two for Florida. Like about like a little over fifteen minutes into the game, shots were ten to two for Florida. Ottawa had a four-minute power play in there. Awful. Um, then the Sens didn't have their first shot of the second period until over 11 minutes in. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, this this, this team... I, <laughs> this team sucks. This team sucks. The systems suck. Everything about this team is awful. And, like, if you're, if you're one of the fans that's happy about, like them showing anger and, and showing some emotion towards the end of the game. Like, that's fine. Like, I get it. But, like, so, okay. So, this game went completely off the rails, right? There was, uh, what's the, uh, what's the count 
here. Uh, we got a total of uh, 167 penalty minutes, which might go up. I don't know. They, they maybe they miss something. They'll add something to it. I don't know. But like, let me make sure I did my math right because I'm I'm really bad at math. Yeah, 167 looks like. Um, like okay, so I I get it if you're someone who is like really thrilled with you know this team showing anger or whatever. It's I'm sorry, it's the bare fucking minimum. Like, great that you showed some fucking life at the end of this game, but you've looked dead for the last like 12, 13 games. Like, I I under I understand the relief. I understand be like, oh my god, finally there's something. There's something. But like it's too little too late, not just for this game, but like what feels like the season. Um also side note, I forgot to bring up at the beginning of the show. Uh, I've had some like issues with my mic. I'm keeping an eye on it. But if at any point I I cut out and I don't notice, let me know. Um but I'm I'm trying I'm trying my best to keep a close eye on it. Uh just throwing that out there. I need to look into getting a new interface. Um Yeah. Uh so yeah, I I I do think the the you know the 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 goon fest at the end of games like that is is I I've never enjoyed it. Um I've I've never seen a referee say every player on the ice gets a 10 minute misconduct. That was a first. So like, you know, I, as much as I hate that kind of shit to end games, that at least was interesting. I will say the 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 everyone on the ice gets a 10 minute misconduct. That was that's that's kind of interesting. That's that's interesting. Um Yeah, okay. So we're, we're I want to take a second to talk about Corpusalo because if I if I don't like if I don't stop myself from going completely off the rails, I'm never going to get to it. I so I specifically want to talk about Corpusalo for a bit before I like completely lose my mind. So it is infuriating seeing how like it honestly it's it's fucking infuriating seeing how this team plays regardless of who's in net. Like you can look at the numbers and be like Forsberg has sucked or or Corpusella hasn't been good enough, which isn't true. I'll 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 give you Forsberg. I'll give you Forsberg. But Corpusella coming into this game in his last eight appearances, the dude had a 921 save percentage with this defense. With with this defense. And um, let me see here. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, nine, yeah, yeah, nine twenty one is last eight appearances. Uh, I take notes like a professional. Um, and I mean, you you can say that he fucked up that play that resulted in the second goal. Sure, like he he misplayed the puck behind and he mistimed it. Whatever. He had no help on that play. First of all, um, and then. Okay, I'm 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 losing I'm losing the plot here. So he uh, misplays the puck. We'll 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 call it we'll, we won't call it, we'll call it sixty forty on Corpusalo on that one. Um, then the, the Sens go for that offside challenge. I'm all over the place. Let's just let, you know what. Let's talk about the offside challenge. So um, Matthew Kachuk was in the offensive zone, uh, and clearly the puck went in to the Sens zone before. Kachuk got out, but they deemed that the puck carrier didn't have possession because he kind of he received the puck, kind of scooped it into the send zone where it wasn't touching his blade. Apparently, I've seen some some photos and some some close ups on that replay that looks like it's touching the blade of the stick. 
Like, I'm not here to argue the rule. I think they got it wrong. It looked like it was touching the stick. I, whatever. Um, it's a fuzzy 240p zoom in. So, like, whatever. Get better uh, cameras, NHL. Um, but, like, I don't know. It, it's I think it's a 50-50 call because, like, they'd have to overturn the goal, right? Like, that's always a 50-50 thing. Um, so, like, it's tough to decide whether he has possession, whatever, and I get that. But, like... It sounds like some galaxy brain bullshit being like he didn't have possession of the puck, but like he was the puck carrier, but his stick wasn't t- whatever. Anyway, Kachuk got out of the zone. They call it a goal. Sends get a, get called um, penal- get a penalty for delay of game for failing the coach's challenge. Florida fucking scores so quick. It's three nothing Ottawa, and at that point you can and it's three nothing three nothing. Did I just say three nothing Ottawa? I fucking wish Ottawa's down three nothing. Um. So you can you can you can be you can blame Corpusalo on that second goal, and if that second goal doesn't go in, then they don't take the penalty, and then it's not three nothing. But when it was three nothing Florida, it probably should have been five nothing, if not for Corpusalo's insane save. Corpusalo made several saves in this game, specifically that second period, that he had no business making. He had no help as usual. The game would have been five nothing by the halfway point of the second if not for Corpus Allo, if not worse than that right so I just wanted to talk about Corpus Allo a little bit because his numbers are his numbers suck after this game like what let me let me let me take a look what was he this game like he had an 868 this game and it just it's not fair it's not it's not fair it's not fair that he walks away with an 868 it's brutal. Corpusalo should demand a trade tonight. He's earned a trade to a team with NHL defensemen. It's awful. It's awful. Okay, I got that out of the way. Now let's just let's just dive in to. Oh, I don't even know. Like I'm. I, I was saying. I, I was thinking before. Like I've lost. Like any any fire any like actual being pissed off i think doing this show is helping me regain that i just hit a point of like just feeling nothing like it's done um i gotta move my lens cap or i'm just gonna keep playing with it this whole show and get mad um god i don't even like okay so Let's just get in the co- let's just let's just do it. I I I wanted to avoid it for the next few episodes because that seems to this seems to be all I talk about every time I'm on the show. If if this isn't DJ's last game as coach, Steve Steos and Michael Andlauer aren't fucking serious. They're not. They're not. When Pierre Dorian was let go, when Pierre Dor- Dorian was uh, you know left the team mutually in huge fucking quotation marks steve steo said that they had all the faith in the world in this coaching staff at the time that would that sounded like a fucking stretch so today absolutely absolutely insane that that they would stick with this group like i don't even know where so like and listen i th- honestly I had the thought today where I was like, I think the Sens playing like shit might actually be saving DJ his job for a while. 
going back to earlier this season, you can look at how the Sens play, and you can blame the systems a lot. You can blame the systems a lot, especially on defense. No one knows who they're covering. It's a fucking mess in their own end. It doesn't help when Travis Hamnick is on the ice at any point because, like, you can just kind of, like, set your watch to him fucking something up. But when the rest of the guy, when Jake Sanderson looks lost out there, there's a fucking problem with the system. There has to be. There has to, there's no reason Jake Sanderson looked better as a rookie in his own end than this year as a sophomore. It, it, it makes no sense. Oh, <laughs> oh man. At the time, at the time when Steve Steos announced that he would be interim GM while they look for a GM potentially to hire this season. And he said that they were happy with the coaching staff and how they, you know, at that point, I think everyone decided, all right, well, DJ's here for the rest of the year. The Sens, by some miracle, in their last 11 games are 5-6, and six, I believe. I don't know how, like, even just going back to the last four games, including tonight, tonight was a nightmare. Tonight was an absolute nightmare of a game. Absolutely fuck all effort from anyone not named Corpusalo. Or even if there was effort, just the, the results were not there. It was a nothing game for most people on the team. Um, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I, I took a night off that Islanders game. I didn't watch it. And from everything I've seen, I made the right call. I think the payback for me being able to get out of watching that game was I had to do, deal with this one. The two wins in Sweden were dog shit. I was told by a few people that I was a bad fan because I couldn't find many positives coming out of those two games with wins. The Detroit one, you know, I was a bit more... It was a bit more public about me being like, they won this game and this game sucked because I was on game over. I wasn't on the Minnesota game, but I did say, this game sucked. This team looks terrible. They look the same when they win as when they lose. It's up to how the other team plays. If the other team plays like shit, the Sens might be able to luck their way into a win. This team has fuck all going for them. It's awful. It's it's awful. Um, I'm I'm just gonna go straight to the to the chat because I'm I'm at this point I'm just gonna talk about DJ. I'm just gonna be going in circles talking about DJ and how honestly like I'll I'll leave it at this unless someone asks like a very good question and I'll talk about it as well. Like if if DJ still has his job after tonight, like I said before, and Lauer and Steve Stayos aren't fucking serious. They aren't. It means in the at, by the end of November, in the last game this team played, because they don't play again till fucking Friday. They've they've they, oh my god, they played, they played on, what was that Saturday in Sweden? They don't play again till what was that last Friday? Then Monday, then Friday. It's a this schedule's a joke. I could talk about that too, but I'm I'm gonna try my best to avoid that. Um, 
No, if it's the end of November and 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 at this point DJ still has his fucking job, they don't care. They don't. They've 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 come to the conclusion that playoffs are completely out of reach. Which, like, let's face it, probably the case at this point. There's too much wrong with this team. They're a game under 500. It doesn't look that bad on paper, but just if you've watched this team, it's it, like something needs to be done. So if DJ still has his job after this after this game, they aren't serious about this season. It's it like it's a fucking nightmare. They're, they they aren't serious about it if DJ's still here. Start from scratch, scrap the whole coaching staff, which should have been done a year ago. But I mean, like when they were in the process of trying to sell the team, they weren't going to fire anybody. I get that. I get that. But now, like something needs to be fucking done. And even if it doesn't result in you know the best coach in the world taking over and then making the playoffs, like at least show us that you fucking care. You know. All right. Um few things in the chat from Audi. Um, don't you think there's a better chance uh, they hire a GM first and then let the new GM hire his own coach? I I would agree with that. Absolutely. On paper, like that makes the most sense. Um, from all of the, uh, like, not all of the names, but a good chunk of the names that are linked to the team for potentially, you know, the next GM job. Um, there are people who are currently employed by other teams. So... Unless someone comes out of nowhere and is a great candidate and they hire them on the spot, like I could, I could see Steos just sticking it out for the rest of the season as interim GM. So I don't know what that means for the coaching stuff. That's that's weird. It, it's a tricky spot um, when when whoever you want to to be the new GM is working for another team. Um, and listen, if oh this is this is tricky. Do you want? Oh man, because it makes sense. You 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 would want to hire because if Steos hires a coach after DJ is gone, which he probably won't be, um, then you hire a GM in the off season. Do they just can the coach you picked out for the remainder of this season for the next sixty whatever games? I don't know. It's a good question, Audi, and you bring up a really good point. Um. Let's see here. Um, what else we got here? A lot of talk about uh, Jay Wo- uh, Jay Woodcroft. Um, uh, Adam Firebear asks, "Who's your pick for new coach?" I honestly, this is this is probably a cop out answer, and it's gonna sound like you know, it's gonna sound like I'm really unprepared and don't know what I'm talking about. And to be fair, I haven't thought about it that much. I've I've to be honest, as bad as the coaching has been this season, I've been spending a lot more time trying to, like, just try and manifest, like, any GM other than Peter Shirelli for this fucking team. And I hate that. I hate the term manifest. Um, But let's be real. If, if, if I've learned nothing else this season, I've learned that um, between, between last baseball season and, and this hockey season especially more so than the last few years. Um, my mood is, uh, my general mood is dictated far too much by how my favorite sports teams are doing. Uh, and I need a new hobby. Um, and I'm just like at the point now where like fucking daily is re- my daily attitude is revolving around like, you know, who is my favorite sports team going to hire for a fucking management role. And it's, it's, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. And I need new hobbies. Um, 
Uh, Carolyn Willette would be a great coach, but she loves coaching in Concordia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people talk about um, how cool it would be for uh, Cheryl Pounder. That would rule. Um, actually, let me double check on... Because I think it was... Because, like, I mean, like, I mean, first of all, like, it's cool as hell that, that they've got her in the NHL game uh, this year. Um... The game's dog shit until they make some changes. But, like, it's really cool that they brought her into the NHL game, so that's cool num thing number one. Um, but, no, like, her... Like... No, the way she breaks down the game on broadcast is phenomenal. I'm, I'd am be so down for that. Um, but, no, I, unfortunately, I haven't really put a whole lot of thought into uh, future uh, future coaching options. Uh, I... I, I, I <sighs> I know I just said I, I've thought about the GM a lot more, but I, I honestly try not to get my hopes up too high about managerial stuff. Um, it's not something I'm especially confident in or something I, I, I know a lot of. Uh, I, I don't I'm not like the most knowledgeable on, on stuff like that. So, you know, more often than not, something's announced like that and i go i don't know who that is and then they end up doing a good job so um if it's anyone other than peter shirelli i'm sure i'll be happy about it um maybe a lot of that will just come from like finally it's over and we can like as a fan base just focus on the future now that there's you know someone else in charge for the first time in forever um but no no i i, I probably won't be doing uh I probably won't be doing a whole lot of um, speculation on that, just because like I'm not I'm not the most knowledgeable guy to be doing that. Um, yeah, from from uh, from uh, Garnet in the chat, the players or two that would benefit from a coaching change are the two goalies at the very least. Absolutely, it is. Like I said earlier in the show, if Corpusello demanded a trade tonight. I'd understand. I'd understand. It's absolutely embarrassing what those two have had to deal with. Um, more so Corpus Allo than Forsberg. Like Forsberg's been softer. He's let in some, you know, Forsberg's been worse. There's there's no doubt about it. Um, I still don't blame him very much, to be honest with you. Um, Corpus Allo, though, it's a fucking problem. He's, he's had the, he's like, like you'd think, oh, <laughs> I don't want to be throwing shade at teams that have nothing to do with this with this game especially since they just fucking killed boston but like when you've spent the vast majority of your career with the columbus blue jackets and then you sign long term with a team that should be making the playoffs and you're having a worse time dealing with defense here than you were in columbus Might be time to restructure a few things. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Um, 
from uh, from Mark. That would be great, but please don't rob us of one of the few excellent analysts. Um, that's the thing too, right? She's she's so good. She's so good, and like in in such a rarity too. And you're exactly right, Mark. You're absolutely right that like there's something about panels on. I only consistently watch hockey and baseball, so these are, these are the only ones I can compare to. Obviously, um, I can't judge like the like NBA panels on their knowledge. I don't doubt that they're super knowledgeable, but they are absolutely entertaining as hell. And the ones I watch the most, obviously being hockey and baseball, like they usually suck. Hockey, especially like on the uh, uh, like during the intermission today um, on TSN, they were they were going back and forth. They were, they had this bit where it was. Which Kachuk brother would you have? Um, would you prefer on your team? And naturally, the, the answers are split down the middle. Because they're like, well, who do you want to take? Okay, if you're taking Matthew, uh, then then you have to take Brady so it's even, and then we can talk about both. Like, it, it's, it's stuff like that. And then I can't remember what the other segment was, but it was the exact same thing where it was like, hey, well, obviously you've just, like, more or less been told what to say, and it sucks. Like intermission panels are the worst and that said that said cheryl pounder's insight and the way she breaks down plays is such a welcome improvement to basically everything that is a an nhl game uh intermission panel regardless of whether you're watching it on tsn or sportsnet across the board it's usually awful so i'm i'm with you there uh, but you know her clearly knowing the game at such a high level just makes me want her involved with my favorite team that much more. Um, let's see. Uh, who was the Rangers coach last season? Uh, Gerard Gallant. Um, man, Gerard Gallant's been on the move so much recently. I don't even remember where he was recently. <laughs> um. <laughs> From uh from Matt Hall in the chat, would you believe Trilliving gave up a first and two seconds for Hamnick? Man, at, there was a point where Hamnick, when when Hamnick was on the Islanders, like he was he was a premier shutdown defense. I don't actually know if he was a premier shutdown defenseman, but that's just how everyone looked at him, right? So I don't know, I don't know if, if <laughs> uh and if we're looking at Travis Hamnick's prime being what his like second third year in the NHL when everyone thought he was his premier really like premier uh shutdown D. I don't actually know how much of that uh involved, I don't know. Um uh, like actual uh stats or just an eye test of big guys blocks pucks. I don't know if he I I honestly I didn't watch enough of the Islanders during his like prime there that I uh I have no idea how he played at the time. I have no idea. Um, let's see here. Uh, which goal is more egregious? The offside goal tonight or the game winning goal call for, uh, the game winning Colorado goal from last year. Um, oh, is that the, uh, is that, is that, is that the, uh, the, the non-whistle goal? That's from, from Nick in the chat. Are you talking about the, uh, the non-whistle goal? I'm, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. The, uh, the play against Colorado where they just decided to not blow the whistle. Um, everyone stopped playing except for who scored that goal. 
Why do I want to say Lars Eller? I don't even know if he ever played for Colorado. Am I losing my mind? Because if you're like, did Lars Eller play for Colorado? I want to say no. And yet, Lars Eller did play for, for Colorado. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Crazy. You, you ever, you ever like, know something um, and then don't believe you know it? Um... Yeah, I don't know, honestly. Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the, the Lars Eller goal was definitely the worst one. Um and I know like, the 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 whole thing, play the puck until you hear the whistle. I get that. I get that. And I remember that night I, I tweeted that like and and this is you know, rent free Habs live rent free, whatever. Um when you've played Carey Price twice, when your favorite team has played Carey Price twice in the first round, um, you kind of like don't forget this. Uh, in the time that the Sens didn't get a single whistle for a stoppage of play and Lars Eller scored, um, Carey Price would have had like five whistles at the, in that time. Uh, do you think the Senators should have kept Hogberg? I don't know. How is he? How is he? You know what? This is a fun. This is a fun bit. Let's uh, let's see how he, how he's doing. Where is he gone? So he's been in Sweden the last few years. Uh, phew, he's doing pretty good. He's doing pretty good. Uh, in 2021, as bad as he was in Ottawa, uh, in Belleville, only granted only two games, he had a 950. Then he goes to Sweden. Uh, since then, he's put up a 910, 904. And then so far this season, in 18 games, he got a 919, which I mean, like, part of me wants to say, yes, they should have held on to him, but also part of me wants to, like, you know, really lean into the fact that goalies are voodoo and that's just the way it is. Um, like, um, an example being Gustafson, like Philip Gustafson played awful in Ottawa, goes to Minnesota. And if not for Allmark, you know, puts up a really, really good case to win the Vezina. And then this year he's unplayable. Cam Talbot, last season in Ottawa, if not for him, Sens have a real shot of making the playoffs last year. I honestly believe that. And maybe I'm nuts, but he was so bad last year to the point where, like, and 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 I, I, think, I think we're growing as a fan base because this season I'm watching a bunch of stuff go past Forsberg and, and, and Corpus Allo, and I'm blaming the defense. But I think last year we all, it, it, was, it was a Cam Talbot issue. Um, just awful, unplayable, and now he's putting up insane numbers in L.A. And granted, yeah, the difference between L.A. and Ottawa's defense, it's it's an immense difference between the two. But, like, a solid defense doesn't make you, doesn't change an 890 goalie to a 925 goalie. You know what I mean? So goalies are voodoo, and it's entirely possible that any goalie the Sens traded away who are doing well elsewhere would be doing just friggin' hor- probably would be, especially with this defense, would be doing horribly with the team. Maybe better than Forsberg. I'm, I'm still in Corpus Allo's corner, 100%. I honestly believe in, which is crazy, because coming into the season, I was really iffy about that contract. If he had any help so far this season, he'd be like a top, I think he'd be a without a doubt top 15 goalie so far this season. Without a doubt. Um. Yeah. Just really odd stuff with goalies. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, folks. This was uh, this was a rough one. 
Um, I don't know. Where do you go from here? Um, I guess I guess if you're looking ahead to the game, to the next game, uh, which isn't for <laughs> a long time. Oh, let me let me double check the schedule here because I want to see if there's any um, guests lined up. Speaking of which, thank God. Originally, uh, Travis Yost was supposed to be on this show with me tonight. Um, fortunately for him, um, his his schedule changed and he was no longer able to make it. Could you imagine making Travis Yost talk about this game? I'd feel awful. I'd feel awful for that. So thankfully, he he couldn't make it. Um, so the next game is on Friday, Friday, it's Monday today. If, um, I feel like we've said this before, if DJ isn't fired tonight or not fired tonight, if, if DJ isn't fired in the next couple days before that game on Friday, we, we kind of know he's not going to be losing his job at all this season. It's the perfect time to do it. You just finished the Sweden trip. It would have been awkward to fire him right before the Sweden trip. I I, I get that. At this point, if, if he's not fired before the game on Friday, at the end of the week, it's not going to happen. So um, lots of time until the next game, which is great because we get to stew in this shit for a long time. Um, yeah, Friday's against Columbus. And yes, Columbus won tonight. But, like, come on. The Sens need to win that game, right? Like, the Sens need to win the game on Friday. Anyway, I'll be doing the game on Friday. Uh, my buddy Matt is going to be on the show with me. Um, he's done a few episodes of this before, uh, earlier this season. Both him and my buddy Sam, the uh, Australian Caps fan. They were on together. Um, we try and do one episode of three of us each season. That came kind of late last season. Um we did that fairly early on this year, so we want people to try and get another one going like that. But anyway, my buddy Matt, very funny guy, Sens fan, is going to be coming on Friday. And we're going to talk about Columbus and, like, if the Sens can't win that game. I don't know what to do <laughs> at that point. Um, They don't play forever, they play back-to-back. They play Friday against Columbus and Saturday against Seattle. Um... And Mod's going to be doing that game against Seattle. Um, uh, I'm, I'm at a point now where I actually don't know which I'd prefer to do. <laughs> I don't, like, ask me, like, a while ago. I, I'd be all about that Columbus game. But they just killed Boston. And I don't know. It's tricky. Yeah, then they play... Uh, they play, I believe it's 15 games in December. Um, and that's the problem. Like there, and I understand, like, you know, maybe they're getting cold because they played what four games in like two weeks. So like I understand that maybe they're getting cold, they can't like get into the groove of whatever, whatever. The number of back to back how many back to backs are they gonna have in December? It's gotta be a bunch. You know what? Actually, it doesn't look that bad. The first and the second. Uh, the 14th and the 15th. 
actually that's that's it okay so it's not as bad as i thought there's only two sets of back-to-backs in december so um that just shows it's gonna be a consistent schedule through december um so i don't know i don't know if that helps <laughs> i'm gonna tempt fate and say it can't get any worse so um yeah I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll end it here with a question from Adam in the chat. Any value in firing the assistant coaches and bringing someone in? Maybe, but like at this point, you gotta just clean house, I think. Like, you gotta clean house. I don't know how else you do it. So, we'll see how things go. Um, plenty of potential for a lot of things to happen between now and the next game on Friday. So, hopefully, even if the game on Friday sucks, there's gonna be plenty to talk about. Um, we'll just have to see. So uh, I, I just want to thank everyone for, uh, for tuning in for this show. This game sucked, um, a lot. I think, I think I touched on everything I wanted to, to do. Oh, the Sens power play, uh, over the last six games is three for 26. So that's something else to, to think about. Two of those power plays were tonight. Um, uh, that were like very short, like very short. Like I think one of them counted as a power play and it was like 10 seconds or something. And the other one was under a minute still. So like it pads, it pads the bad stat a little bit, but still three for 26 or three for 24. Who really gives a shit? That's awful either way. So that's one thing I forgot to, uh, I forgot to bring up earlier, but, um, yeah, with that said, um, thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate it. This was a tricky one. Um, doing such a brutal game solo, uh, kind of just sucks the life out of you. But, um, at the same time, I'm really happy that, uh, mod didn't have to talk about this game. I'm, I'm very happy that Travis Yost wasn't able to come on tonight. Um, and don't worry, he is rescheduled for a later date. He'll be coming back on the show. He's a great, he's a phenomenal guest and I would have been so mad to, uh, to waste his time being on the show with this game. So I'm relieved about that. So. Uh, appreciate everyone tuning in and, 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 and also thank you for a very active chat. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, that got me through this one. So, um, yeah, with that, um, we're going to call it a night. Um, if you made it all the way to the end, thank you so much for watching. Uh, be sure to like the stream cause it helps. It does. I know everyone says smash that subscribe button, smash that like button. It's cliche, but it helps. So please, if, if, if you wouldn't mind, would love to see, um, a good chunk of likes on this and if you haven't subs- and if you haven't subscribed to stpn i think you should subscribe to stpn if you're listening to this after the fact uh on your uh podcast platform of choice i highly recommend uh if you're free tune in live after the game it's a lot of fun uh, it's usually more fun than this um and you get to hop in the live chat and we all get to talk and it's all a good time and you know at this point it's kind of like group therapy um hopefully next time i get to hit the sends button so uh thanks again for watching everyone And I'll talk to you next time. See you on Friday.